Mothers Rise is a podcast dedicated to empowering women and sharing their occasional stories in order to help you become the best version of yourself. The show covers a wide range of topics to improve your business, body, mind, and soul. So welcome to Daughters Rise. I left my home seeking truth. Somewhere along my path, God found me in my search. I sit in church now and I hear pleas for Jesus to rip the film off their eyes and to waken them, allow them to pick up their crosses and walk with Jesus too. Every single time, I can't help but think to myself, please be careful what you ask for. The funny thing is, is I don't recall asking for this, but God chose me and the only way to complete that path though is you have to be subject to God's judgment and God is not an easy judge. Everyone thinks it's a sacred, easy path when you pick up your cross and walk with Jesus. It makes me think of C.S. Lewis's um, statement where he referred to his awakening as walking through the Garden of Eden. But if, if you really think about it, what did Jesus actually go through? To pick up your cross is the hardest, most humbling, embarrassing, frustrating, angering, scariest, hurtful, lonely, and ugliest thing you may ever do. But it can also be a little like walking through the Garden of Eden with many mysterious moments filled with signs, symbols, and simply unexplainable things. Is it worth it? Mm, Absolutely. No doubt about it. It is worth every crazy minute, but it's just not always that easy. I believed as I was growing that I was a strong, determined woman. In God's eyes, that meant prideful with a big ego. (laughs) I was self-reliant, and it seemed that meant I needed to learn more humility. I loved people, but God knew I needed a great big dose of righteous discernment. I coveted nothing because I had a strong revelation as a kid that anyone who coveted something, whether it was a body part or a possession, meant it was soon to be taken away from by God's hands. But I did pride myself in being able to take care of myself, being financially independent, having bought my own cars, houses that that I previously owned on my own. But God taught me how important it is to depend on him and not myself in order to meet my own needs. You see, As we grow, we depend on ourselves. We forget about God. We put God on the back burner. Or some of us, like me, take him completely off the stove altogether. Now I had God in my mind, but he wasn't in my life. God simply wants a relationship with us to guide us and to help us grow and blossom. The one thing is, even when we are counting on ourselves, really all we have is ultimately due to the love of Christ in our lives. But when God says it's time for you to come home, it is time for you to put him first in your life. He will not allow anything to get in his way of bringing you back under his grace. We all think it's important to be strong and live strong, right? But that's all lies. What's most important is to deny yourself and allow spirit to guide you. If you are too prideful, he will give you cause to change that. Lay down comfort control and move to a radically to a radical dependence on God's grace and allow yourself to tap into an intense intuition. How much time and money do we all spend on seeking comfort? 
I loved being in control of my life and I loved to feel comfortable. We did not have as much as some do or did and not as little as others, but we were comfortable. What I learned, however, is this is really a life of profound laziness compared to following the word of God because through seeking comfort and happiness, we tend to make some choices that radically go against God's word. We're all being called back to him right now. And if you're being called, he will not allow you to not listen. Isn't peace comfortable? Maybe you're wondering, and isn't God a loving God? Well, peace is only comfortable when the Holy Spirit has touched your life and you are able to understand that God can do all things in accordance with the Holy Spirit. God is crying out to all of us. He is loving, but he has strong lessons that one must adhere to in order to reach the kingdom of heaven. It begins with the commandments, but it doesn't end there. Your lessons are sprinkled throughout the Bible. Now, I don't know about you, but ever since I was young, I planned to go to heaven, no matter what sacrifice I had to make to get there. However, I got busy in life and I started to enjoy the world around me. I fell prey to my ego. I fell fell prey to the world. I fell prey to the benefits of sex, love, rock and roll. I fell prey to my own needs and desires, never having taken into consideration the errors of my ways. It was then my time to repent. God called me, and if you don't know what repentance is, it is the act of leaving what God has prohibited and returning to what he has commanded. It's the act of being sorrowful for one's misdeeds, atoning for those misdeeds, and having a strong determination to forsake those misdeeds. So as part of my journey, I allowed God to change me and then sit me in places where he needed me. I gave up all that I owned and I left my family and friends to be able to pick up my cross. Thing is, though, I didn't realize it was so heavy. (laughs) I didn't know. I, I did not feel at peace on many days and I did not feel comfortable on many others. My cross was heavy. My burden was certainly not light. I believe God needed to see how much man had changed since Jesus walked the earth. For the longest time, I believe he found that man had not changed much. But through various doses of much needed patience and acting through collaboration, they are now embracing change. Maybe you're looking at your life right now and saying, I have plenty of money. I live comfortably. So what do I need to lean on God for? How can I be dependent upon him? Well, I've watched this nation change. And if we're not, if we're not strong, we tend to reach out to things to help us to be strong again. We seek doctors and medications instead of community and God for his healing grace. Now, that's not to say that doctors aren't good in our lives. They are. But it also means that we need to we need to remember what he taught us and how to heal ourselves. Many of us get tired. We turn to caffeine. We get stressed. We turn to tobacco, wines, alcohol, food, or even psychedelics now instead of prayer. What many of us don't realize is that God releases his control when we depend upon ourselves or the world around us. 
When we have control of our lives, we feel powerful. But what you don't realize is even in the book of Kings, you see where God humbled those who didn't seek his guidance and strategically took everything from them later in life. It's time to develop the seven principles of God in your spirit. Love, repentance, faith, obedience, purpose, fearlessness, and prayer. Act faithfully with a loyal heart. Allow God to open your heart and eyes. Let God help you release control of people, places, and things. Allow yourself to be taught to listen and walk righteously. Learn to be humble before all and trust his love. Learn to control your body and your desires while appreciating the life you have been gifted. The thing is, is no one is coming to save you. You have to unite with God in order to reap the ultimate reward of heaven. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, please like and follow Daughters Rise and share the show with someone you know who could benefit from listening too.